follow so many interviews and listen to so many interviews all over the media, whether it's in magazines or YouTube, as if I'm researching a paper that needs to be published. And all these years, I had no idea what I'm going to publish, but here I am with all the information out there. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is Tanvi. So if you go look at my Instagram account and specifically the ones that I'm following on Instagram, it is filled with nostalgia. Like I'm following all the people from the 90s and I'm following like random people like Kim Sharma. Do you remember her? It's like a shrine of my 90s nostalgia. And ladies and gentlemen, that's your second host for the podcast, Slow. Special mention to our social media partners, Bollywood Direct. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Bollywood Direct. Welcome to the Moviewala podcast. Today we are talking about Sansar. This movie released in 1987. It was directed by T. Ramarao, written by Visu. Music is by Lakshmikant Pyarelal. It stars Anupam Kher, Rekha, Raj Babar, Arunai Rani, Archana Joglekar and Shekhar Suman. And the Prime Minister of India in 1987 was Rajiv Gandhi. This movie is about the turmoils of a middle class family and it kind of represents the family dynamics and how people people expect fellow family members to behave so let's Why did we pick this movie, Flo? Good question. Okay, we picked this movie because we want to pick 10 movies and we want it to be a true representation of Indian cinema and Indian society. So, there may be movies that we may not enjoy watching that much, but because it's a representation, we have to kind of put it there, and this movie was one of those movies. What do you think? Yeah. I I agree having said like having agreeing to that. Hmm. Um but I would say that I growing up I did watch this movie a lot of times me too in tamil <laughs> true so uh, when uh, my brain had only developed limited <laughs> and i had access to just limited cinema and i don't know basically this was a popular film it was it did a lot of business it was a hit and it played on television a number of times so i clearly i definitely didn't go and watch it at the cinemas but i did watch this movie every time it would be playing i would watch it and i think Um, and even now when we watched it i didn't agree with what was happening but i was still enjoying it right. it was like two separate things like i wasn't i was rolling my eyes about whatever was going on in the dialogue but not to say that it wasn't entertaining because it is true it does happen this is a true representation of a lot of indian fam okay i stick corrected <laughs> i have watched this movie on tv tamil version of this movie because it would play all the time to have this channel sun tv that is just for tamil language movie. movies and tv shows so yeah this would play often and i have watched it and too like she said yeah it was a good watch <laughs> <laughs> i know i mean you can't like you know we can't put ourselves into like that uh, high pedestal or something <laughs> like oh we are above this cinema because i'm absolutely not above this cinema and i i know that late 80s and 90s get a lot of flack and i give them a lot of flack but i did watch those movies and i did enjoy them so you know that's that so like you said that this was a remake of a tamil film and uh, i'm sure i'm going to mispronounce it but the movie's name was samsaram adhu minsaram yeah close samsaram adhu minsaram okay and uh, 
you were not 100% like convinced that this was a true translation. Right. right. Uh, so, um, like I mentioned before, the story is by Visu. So, Visu is the same person who had directed the Tamil movie as well. So, while I was watching it, so it's a scene-by-scene replication of the Tamil movie. Except, you know, they've cut out a little bit of parts. But otherwise, it's it's pretty much scene-to-scene, you know, rep- replica of, of the Tamil movie. Coming to, you know, where it was different was... And this was a big difference that I noticed, actually. So, in terms of dialogue writing, so I don't know who wrote the dialogues but in Tamil movie the dialogues were more real like very colloquial so even though you may not agree in your heart you know that there are people in your family and around you who would exactly react this way and who would exactly say these things so it was it was a little more real in you know that way but I felt like the Hindi movie the dialogue writing was more like a movie dialogue writing you know where it wasn't it didn't feel like somebody would say that in real life you know the same way you know what I'm saying what do you think yeah I mean you know to be honest I feel Mm. like if we talk about North Indian families I think we've spoken about this before there are just two states of existence for them one is like outright confrontation and at that time they just are mean and nasty so they won't even be like behaving how they were behaving in the film they'll be behaving even worse Mm. and the other is like quiet so they like continue to get tortured and be miserable and not say anything so I feel like movies is where everybody gets their frustration out (laughs) is like they look at it and they're like yes (laughs) this is exactly what I want to do and say so yeah but I feel like Hindi movies especially I especially during that time in like 80s and 90s you needed these kind of dialogues for the Hindi movie watching audience to kind of take something away with that movie and be like yeah like it was a good movie movie and kind so yeah um, I guess I haven't seen the Tamil version and I have no idea about that language so I can't comment on that but I guess yeah I'll just take your word for it and I'll be like yeah you're right they're like they're really dialogues they're not really something you say But, but then in general I feel like nobody would ever say like I can't see this scene you know turning up at someone's house they would probably just leave and they'll just shout and they'll leave they'll not be this kind of a dialogue uh, exchange between the family members so how do you feel like naturally this was a family drama what did you think about like acting wise how did everybody do and did anybody stand out Uh, during the entire time I was watching this movie I was constantly comparing it to the Tamil version which I don't think I should have done but I couldn't help it you know because I've watched the Tamil version so many times <laughs> so you had not seen this Hindi version ever? No, I haven't. So when we started watching it, two minutes into the movie, I was like, oh my god, it's like the, it's almost similar house. And then obviously I found, found out that it's it's a remake. So in terms of acting, I felt, I can't really say much because like I said, I was comparing constantly and Tamil version was more close to, you know, it's like how, I don't know if I should go into this, but I feel like, you know, there are some things that, you know, even though it's just one country, sometimes Tamil movies, when they try to remake it in Hindi, it really doesn't translate well in terms of, you know, the culture and everything somehow felt like it kind of fell short and also it was a different director so I don't know if it was the director's fault that it didn't translate that well but it did well so I guess like from my point of view I have no idea what you're talking about right like because I have no like you have no reference so I didn't like I didn't see any shortcomings for it in the movie for it being come out in 1987 but yeah I see what you are saying like if naturally when you've seen something and you know somebody makes a movie again on it you're constantly comparing or when we do that for like books to movies kind of a thing so yeah that's that's disappointing that it doesn't like translate as well but then the issues they were 
talking about i thought was obviously common to everyone to a, to any indian joint family so uh, maybe that is why it did well in hindi you know but if you're comparing it then it it didn't stand up to you know what i thought it would be but again having said that that also happens with hindi movies remade into tamil movies or any south indian movies right oh my god it's so bad like three idiots were made was made into a tamil movie and oh gosh it the cringe level was high oh so then back to my original theory i really don't think any movie should be remade or remade like you know like replicated or anything if they have to dub it i'm perfectly okay with that because i've watched a lot of uh, regional cinema dubbed or with subtitles and i'm perfectly fine like i've watched a lot of like uh, Um, not a lot but some of uh, suspense thrillers because i really like suspense thrillers and i want to see how they are in other countries and other languages and i feel like sub- subtitles work perfectly fine i don't know what is the issue like just see it with subtitles or dub it sometimes dubbing can kind of be like little off but if uh, if not that then subtitles work for me yeah. so yeah i completely do not support remaking films what did you think about you know acting did anything stand out to you i think like all the people were playing their part well and i'm somebody who doesn't like raj babbar like i've never really liked him i don't like him at all like in any film there's something about him that is very off putting to me and he, as soon as i see him in any movie i don't know why i don't like him i just don't like him can't stand him so i felt like it was perfect you are supposed to not like this guy and there's raj babbar in it i was like perfect you don't even have, he doesn't even have to move and i will not like him right away <laughs> but yeah but you know how can you not talk about rekha i mean you know she was carrying this movie on her shoulders yeah. and she's this quintessential bahu she's this bahu that everybody i think ekta kapoor got the format for her bahus from these 80s films and from jaya prada and rekha and shridevi and all of these people playing this perfect bahu all the time like from she must have seen some of her father's films where these actresses <laughs> are always middle of the night their perfect sari they get up with their perfect dark lip hair and another was like rekha's lip in this movie i was like whether she's cooking she's folding laundry she's making like feeding her kid or anything her lipstick is on point like it never <laughs> really goes out of and her face is just so pretty god she always has this big bindi this exact look she carried in so many films like even ijazat has that exact same look she's the same person in this she's the same person in like khoon bhari mang more or less little bit then so many films like you can just go on there's this one like whole decade of films where like ghar she has this sari she'll wear a sari she'll put a big bindi and she doesn't even do anything to her hair it's just like you know tied in a plate and yeah that's it oh she's like i swear the 80s rekha is like the best rekha 70s amitabh is in amitabh and 80s rekha <laughs> I agree. They just met at the wrong uh, this thing. I think the stars were not aligned. Yeah, they were definitely not aligned. But yeah, coming back to the movie, there were like so many themes in this movie which I wanted to get inside the screen and like shake people up or punch them up. I was like, okay, we start with this daughter. Okay, so there is this like to set up the scene for the people who are listening. So we are talking from Rekha's point of view. She has a father-in-law, mother-in-law, and she has two brother-in-laws. and one sister 
daughter-in-law and of course she has a husband and the, the movie is focusing on each of these characters so there's something or the other that happens in all of their lives and that's how the movie progresses so now we'll talk about the sister-in-law whose name in the movie is Rajni and she was uh, played by Archana Joglekar and oh my god this woman was such a hypocrite and I wanted to like get inside the screen and slap her I get it like she was kind of standing up for like her independence that was good that was all that good that was a good part but yeah. you know there's like when she gets this independence and she makes all the decisions she wants to make then she's like oh now I want to like dance in my house at 11 o'clock at night with loud music because I'm an independent woman like her concept of independent woman was so off the mark and oh god she was like really arrogant and pissing off kind of a woman and i really didn't like her character at all whenever her story would come on screen i'll be like oh my god <sighs> yeah but to like say in her favor like her parents like when they're trying to get her married there's things that you know when they're trying to do an arranged marriage there's this guy who's come to see her and anupam khair oh my god this like something like ladki ki pasand ka matlab nahi hota like something like you know she's like saying that oh i don't like him and he's telling her oh a girl has no choice we are your parents we're going to fix you up and i was just like oh my god and it the what bothers me most is like this is true and it is still true not as true as it was in 80s but it's still true yeah maybe the percentage has maybe gone a little down just a little tad bit but also the guy that she was actually in love with i mean he was good but then when she's wearing a sari and then she's dancing and he says what kamar hilana pasand nahi hai mujhe yeah, or something like that i'm yeah. like oh my god so yeah she went from that dad to this i know there was like everybody like you think that their character is going fight and then they'll say this one dialogue that will be like oh my god like okay we have to write you off as well yeah like and i know that um, this guy who she was supposed to get married you know they were trying to fix her up with the father of that guy oh my god this is so complicated right the relationships in these movies so basically this guy whose uh, father now wants his daughter to get married to one of the brother in laws of rekha so the the uh, the sister in laws wed uh, marriage didn't work out because she didn't want to marry that guy but there is a girl in this household and now that marriage is getting fixed so now this father is so proud he's like meri beti ki shaadi i'll marry my daughter to your son and i don't even have to ask my daughter because that's how i have brought her up like he's so proud of that fact and i'm like dude like how are you so happy about saying this i'm not even going to ask her i'm just going to get her married and they have not met each other and this is where the arranged marriage thing is like annoying it's not annoying when people meet and willingly decide to get married it's annoying when people don't even get to like have a say that was like So yeah, no since it is a family drama as you can see we were not a fan of a lot of things that was happening in the movie but there are things you know in this movie that will actually show you how an indian joint family works in a true sense like the role of a bahu is very important in especially if she's like the older son's wife yeah absolutely so she is almost like a second mother to you know the husband's brothers and things like that so you know she uh, she has a lot of responsibilities like if the brothers are not married then you know she in fact has to take care of them so that was rega here but i did hmm. get a feeling a tad bit like she was in love with the family a little more than her husband <laughs> I was like okay I get it I was like I was appreciative like and this was probably not what I thought maybe when I saw it in when I was younger right. 
but now i was like looking at her actions i get it she's doing the right thing and that is not wrong like to do the right thing and be fair to every member in the family but she was a tad bit inclined to always like go against her husband and not like ever try to like explain it to him in a way mm. that kind of you know speak his language and kind of bring it midway it's always like oh hame sare parivar ka sochna chahiye and even when the sister in law decides to get married to a christian guy they all are like oh my god the hell breaks loose and then she's like nahi rohit rohini keh rahi what is her name rajni rajni nahi rajni you can't do that he's christian and your father is like a brahmin and you know this and, that. and i was like what and this is where i'll bring in the writer and the director right they're they're showing this in a light which is kind of favoring rekha's behavior mm. you know they're not showing it as if something like it's not a point of view it's not a just a matter of fact statement they are showing it in a light where rekha is saying the right thing oh my god look what a good bahu she is because she's so it's a it's not a comment on society they are favoring that character mm. so now and the same thing that they did with the rajni's character when she's standing up for herself and saying that she deserves to marry whoever they're kind of showing it in a way that audience thinks that this is wrong she's a wrong person she's a bad daughter yeah I was just thinking, you know, while watching this movie, that there's this entire generation of men who have grown up, you know, watching these movies. So the way they show it is, like you said, you're totally right. You know, in the sense that they're not showing it as a representation of the society, but they're showing it in a way that the audience will take away uh, the fact that whatever they are saying is truth. And this is how they should behave. Okay, so in that, you know, what I mean is, they show her, you know, dressed in a western. outfit and obviously you know the guy kind of tells her that you know i don't like you wearing this i like you in a sari i am totally for it you know if your boyfriend or your husband wants you to do that and if you know if you choose to do that because you know that's what they want then it is totally fine but the way they present in hindi movies is the fact that anyone watching the movie will feel that okay yeah he, you know this person is right you know a woman any woman who wears a non in wears non indian clothes is supposed to be a loose character or you know too modern which is not a good thing you know what i'm saying so yeah. and that's still continuing right yeah. like people are not allowed to wear jeans because they're going to get raped because they're wearing jeans yeah so <laughs> such a long sigh we took <laughs> <laughs> because i mean i think what what frustrates me the most while watching these movies is like i understand that they came out in 87 and they were you know they were representation of that society but the fact that they are still true is what frustrates mm, me I know. so that is why the long sigh i'm like oh my god but there was like so like so many things wrong with it naturally we didn't agree with the women's representation like they are literally at the beg and call of their husband before their father then their husband and their brother in laws and everybody you have to take care of them they are basically not capable of taking care of themselves in any form or way but um, so also the younger brother in law when he doesn't do well and he fails in his uh, final exams they beat him up so that's another reality because we know like a lot of people lot of uh, young adults in india they commit suicide whenever their board exam results come out board exams are like high school i guess in british system there are a levels but i don't know the equivalent like in uh, american i guess it's just like high school whatever finals of your high school before you go to college and in india they matter a lot because on the basis of your results is you're going to get admission into a college or not and you kind of have to wait over there you don't really 
have it like here like over here people already know where they're going to go before they get the results of their high school uh in india that, that's not how it works you kind of have to wait till your results come out and then you know which college you go to so naturally they beat him up and i'm like oh my god and he says that i'm going to just kill myself yeah. and they have to like kind of pacify him and everything and i was like oh god like that's another thing that's what we were talking about you know the difference between like western parenting and asian parenting right i think best thing would be to have a balance between these two two styles of parenting because there are so many good things about you know each style it's just that i feel like you know both are like obviously not perfect you need to find a balance that yeah that was a sad thing because you know that is so true for a lot of indians you know for us included <laughs> yeah yeah i i remember dreading when my exams used to be like any exams and i think board exams i used to literally get fever so that word examination fever is like 100% true for me i get fever before exam because oh, i'm gosh. so like yeah. shit scared that oh my god i don't know what's going to happen and i'm like i literally get petrified and i study i was a like i used to study a lot and i would still be like oh i have to give an exam yeah so i can't even imagine people who are not good in studies and they have to give exams and i always despised people who would be like all happy go lucky and they'll just be like they'll just walk into the exams and then they'll just write whatever they want and then they'll still do well yeah the same set of people who'll say that oh i haven't studied anything you know and then they'll obviously top the class or something yeah yeah and they like i once i like caught on to that and i would be like when they would ask my notes because i was like a very good note taker i would be like i want to help you but i not going to help you because you are just going to like fly through this and i'm the one who's going to put in all the work oh my gosh okay back to the movie <laughs> back to this movie yeah so there's like child abuse they are <laughs> there's like women abuse there is misrepresentation of women but uh one thing that we can like focus on this is like the character of aruna irani who plays the maid in this film and how we mentioned in our introduction that everyone is a part of the family and Aruna Irani is an integral part of this story and yeah. she has a say in the family like she can literally say shut up to yeah. the family members and like you know get away with it and uh, I think they show they they tell that it was Anupam Kher's Anupam Kher who's the head of the house the father-in-law her his father had brought her whenever they moved to delhi so she's been with them since like since she was a kid and now she's a grown woman and she still works for them and they have like she has a complete say in what happens and one of my favorite scenes actually is with her and shafi inamdar the one who plays uh, rajni's father-in-law uh, and you know they they're trying like the so rajni has now come back to her maternal home because she had a fight with the her in-laws and her husband and now they're trying to patch up but they have to like kind of because she's such an egotistical bitch they have to kind of work around her attitude so they they do this whole shebang where they pretend that they're going to do something like i'm not telling the story just in case somebody wants to watch it and this short pretend skit is between aruna irani and shafi imanda in namdar i always say his name wrong and i thought that was like so cute i found that scene really fun and yeah that's one of the most famous scenes i think in tamil cinema as well really yeah it's kind of iconic people still talk about it i like that scene and then i like the final climax scene where rekha confronts them all you know if there's anything good out of this movie i think one of the things would be the how the movie ended you know the whole climax scene that you're talking about 
Yeah. This is 1987 and Bhavachi the movie that we did was from 1977. We did Bhavachi which came out in 1972 and this came out in 1987 like So in these 15 years you know obviously a lot had changed in India as well in Indian society. The way Bhavachi ends is this cook comes in and he kind of patches up things and they all live together happily ever after. But in this movie, spoiler alert, <laughs> the ending uh, it was a little different. You know, I think that is why maybe it worked i guess i don't know because it was not expected so here rekha finally says that okay they patch up but she says that i think it's better for us to move away from this house and then live separately but then you know we will obviously once a week we will come over and visit you so i think this was also the beginning of the whole nuclear family concept in india yeah. i'm assuming from whatever i've seen in india yeah i felt like this movie kind of laid the pathway to like okay it's okay and it showed all the problems they have and all the ego issues they have among each other and they fight for the budget like they show like this is a true representation of a lower middle class family in india because they show how tight the budget is and how joint families are together so everybody who is has a working hand in the family kind of contributes to the house budget and that budget is used for everything so then individually you're not paying anything out of your pocket whether it's for your laundry or dry cleaning or medicines so there's this huge pot of not huge pot like basically there's this pot of uh, money that kind of gets put in every month and then all the expenses are paid by the mother in the house or the bahu and nobody else has to then you know worry about anything and they've showed this in the movie really well because you know once yeah once the older son and the wife split up from the family from the big family he kind of starts noticing that you no know, expenses are like growing and he asks his wife why obviously she says that you know it's because your family is not there to support you financially right and how the duties are divided as well and you see like they all like doing the house chores and filling water and doing prayer in the morning so you literally see the normal functioning of any middle class family how it would go down so to show all of that and then to show all the issues and then to show that why they split up i think it was kind of a good way for audience to also see like because people are always like no we should live together and contrary to popular belief i do think a lot of people in india they kind of will say that they live together because they love each other or because of you know that's their way of living but i think it has a lot to do with the financials because once everybody lives together the cost kind of gets divided and it's the burden is not on just one person and even like taking care of your kids and stuff you don't need a nanny you don't need to send them somewhere there's always somebody in the family to take care and the burden can be divided even when people don't like each other they can always count on each other to like take care of yeah, their kids so that's true. like each other has got nothing to do with like whether they will like take care of your kids or not so all of those things i felt were very true in this film and i think and like i think we picked it because of that and also because it is an entertaining film like if yeah, you watch it, it without cribbing about we were whining and cribbing because i think we'd watched it before but we still like the the small tiffs they have with each other or how they reach out to each other i think that was very heartwarming what i would say was the good in this film was like how they treat their bahu so for all the negatives that we just mentioned but they treat their daughter in law really well yeah. which is not shown in a majority of hindi films in that decade they always show the daughter in law to be battered and the mother in law to be a witch but in this the mother in law is like so kind and she literally doesn't say anything to anybody in the house and she's so loving and giving and you know when they shower rekha with love and affection they really do that so i think that was a positive yeah world. like even with the second uh, daughter in law 
the way they treat her is also with respect and with a lot of love when even like when raj babar is uh, kind of passing some kind of a remark to the wife of his brother the father in law actually steps in and says okay you know you can say anything you want for to any other family member but you can't to her because she is your brother's wife and your brother's not here right now so i felt like that was good so there were like these flashes of good behavior or like something that i could get on board with so like again we said before like nobody in any household is like 100% always going to be progressive and good and right but yeah this was this was the good parts of the film and i also like that the father in law had a little bit of uh, like it it went overboard with the ego but at least he had the balls to like stand up for himself and like you know not just be because how he's were talking about in bavarchi the dada ji is like completely like oh my god always whining and not like doing anything to change that at least here he was although i felt like that was a very dumb move to quit his job 5 years early and i was like why would you like give up on your salary of 5 years for ego basically just for ego and that is something you can completely expect an indian person to do <laughs> yeah because of my principles and my ego and mera mera what in hindi they would probably be like mera i don't know abhiman or not abhiman oh, i'm sure there's a good word <laughs> yeah there is a good word like this is my problem when i'm trying to speak in english i forget what to say in hindi and i'm speaking in hindi i forgot what to say in english oh well people who know will get it but then again it's a good watch and also the scene where they show the second brother i really like the second brother and his I wife really more like yeah shiva he is also shown as somebody who respects his wife and women you know so from for all the bad treatment of women in the movie there are these glimpses of hope i think they are respectful of the women so they are not like okay i think we are giving them points for not abusing women which is like you know <laughs> we are like grasping at straws Yeah. <laughs> But you're right they are all very respectful towards the women what they do not understand is like that women are individuals and not their property what they don't like able to distinguish is like that women can exist without their approval and like you know their things so that's what i felt like towards the end which i get like you know when like i get that rekha's character's uh, heartbroken over how the family behaves with her yeah because that is i think what touched me about the movie as well i think even when i was younger that is what kind of made me remember this film and watch it over and over again because i felt like oh my god look at her she's so nice to everyone she's fair she participates in everything she like supports everyone she helps them but then just because her husband did something wrong and they all know that she was not even there so she had absolutely no say in that they are punishing her as well and kind of not talking to her for ego or for like because Their father said something even then that kind of touched me and that is probably why i like watching this movie because i feel like in the end rekha kind of gets to like have the last say and kind of like show it to all of them how they mistreated her you're not seen as your own person you're always seen as somebody's wife you know if your husband does something they don't even talk to you also even if they're family yeah there's a subtle behavior that indicate those prejudice that the men will always be more celebrated so it will be you know it won't be something they'll be like oh we are very proud of you amazing but as soon as the man has done something it will be like a big celebration when a woman has done something it'll just be like oh congratulations oh wonderful there's they don't even realize it and that is what my issue is right that they don't realize it they think they are doing they are being fair but they are not and even the man won't realize that right only the women who are being subjected to this behavior 
But I, I feel like even some women, they don't realize that either. Absolutely. You know, it requires a certain kind of awareness to realize that. And some women don't even realize that also is another sad part, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I like when movies are able to like kind of capture those things without words. Because those are like things that when you say it, it kind of loses its essence. Like it sounds very petty when you say it. But just for somebody to like how they did it in like English, English. I felt like that movie showed it perfectly you yeah. know she's a small business owner she's doing all of this but her husband or nobody else like but her mother-in-law does her mother-in-law appreciates that but her husband is not even like you know he's always like humiliating her and says Achha, tum apna laddu leke chali jana, or whatever like as if it's a smaller thing so that small nuances is what i'm talking about i lo- those are the things that make me remember movies so i think that is why i remember this movie mm. and uh, for all its shortcoming i think it is definitely a good watch but yeah and Unfortunately, this movie doesn't have very many good songs. But that one song, both of us love. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this title track. Ye sansar hai. I don't even want to sing it. But it's like kind of, uh, it's a narrative song which is going on in the background. And they're kind of just making a comment about the society that, you know, whatever is happening in the movie, they put it in that song and kind of plays it in the background. Yeah, so there are snippets of in certain scenes that keep coming up in throughout the movie. Yeah, so I like that song. I think I like the lyrics. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't want to even defend myself. <laughs> no, don't. Because even I like it in the Tamil version and it's the same tune. So it's the same song. It's like us saying I like Justin Bieber's songs. You know, you don't want to admit it. But yeah. some of the songs you do like it. So it's one of those songs. <laughs> so yeah, but it's not something you'll hum or you'll ever be like, oh my god let's listen to that song but uh, in the movie when it comes on you you you're pretty okay with it so other than that every other song basically sucks so (laughs) and we did skip it (laughs) yes and uh just to end with fashion it's all about rekha (laughs) and i think you mentioned about the quintessential rekha look she's perfected that look yeah and i think it was like a just a true representation of a middle class family there's nothing that stands out or cringeworthy either they all are wearing saris or like a jeans and a t-shirt or something and men are wearing their normal men clothes it pretty much shows how except for Rekha's lipstick and immaculate makeup everything else is pretty much just standard middle class families so all in all I think I I would recommend watching this film for anybody who is interested in Indian society or want to see how India used to be in 1980s. Yeah, or how a joint family works. Even now it works the same way, but it might look different, but it works pretty much the same. Yeah, maybe the layout of the house is different and you definitely don't, you can't make do in 500 rupees anymore, but... (laughs) So yeah, this is a good movie to watch for people if they want to know how it functions. Yeah, I think in our uh, family drama series, most of the films are what is what may would make an ideal Sunday afternoon watch. All of these films are not something that you are going to watch on a date night or sit and be, you know, snuggle with with anybody. These are more movies that you're going to just put on, grab some popcorn and just like watch it through and just be like, oh, nice. Now let's take a nap. And, you know. I may have some issues, but let's take a nap kind of movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. As always, thank you for listening. If you have any feedback, please leave it for us either on Twitter at MovieWallaPod or Instagram at MovieWallaPodcast and you can use the hashtag MovieWallaPodcast. We'll see you guys next Tuesday. Bye. Bye.